0: This is the Oz Pub Rock Show with Lachlan Hulley.
1: Welcome to the Oz Pub Rock Show with Lachlan Hulley. Here I am with my with my lovely producer and assistant, Dave Smith. Well, you know what, uh, Lachlan, it's lovely
0: to be introduced as lovely, and it's great to be part of the podcast. Uh, exciting podcast series ahead looking at some of the really cool venues and some of the cool bands that played through the 70s through the early 90s. I'm excited to be part of it.
1: Me too, Des. Um Now, first of all, what was a regular night for you back in the mid-80s to the early 90s?
0: I was a little bit younger then, as you probably would imagine, before I got a little bit mature and married and started having kids. Uh, our nights on a Saturday night would start off – Normally, through that sort of mid 80s to early 90s, we would, we would, uh, a lot of our listeners, your listeners would know that there was a show called Hey Hate hey, Saturday, it used to be on on every Saturday night. And uh, we would always sit there with beers and pizza and watch Hey Hate hey, Saturday. And it wasn't until after Red Faces and Pluck a Duck would finish that we would hit cabs and hit to whatever the closest venue would be for a night out. Uh, now, a lot of it was determined by who was playing where and what was closest. And where the good-looking chicks were and where the beer was at their best pricing. Uh, but there was uh, there was certainly some great experiences uh, in the pub scene in Melbourne back in those days.
1: Yep. Uh, so who were the, some of the bands that you saw at that time?
0: Oh, boy. You know, and you're really stretching my memory a little bit here, Locke, because it's uh, we're going back a long time. But I remember seeing bands. Uh, I saw Jimmy Barnes quite a few times, Richard Clapton, uh, saw Painters and Dockers, Spy versus Spy. I guess it depends. There's a lot of guys that were doing really good band stuff and, and live band stuff at pubs around that time. You know, I think you'll find with the exciting guests that you've got coming up on your podcast series, big difference between live music and studio music. And it was a different scene going out at that time because it was a safe environment, you'd always get bands that would come on around 9 o'clock, not midnight, like probably is the time frame now, but you would you would get genuine good sets as well. So they wouldn't yeah. just come on for like half an hour, they would be on for a two-hour set. Yeah. Now, mind you, by the time we'd got there early and the band had come on, we were probably three-quarter just about gone. I don't remember much of that times, but it was just um, really cool to see some of the really popular bands, even at the start of their career, hitting, hitting uh, stages that you were literally a metre or two away from these guys. So you really got the full experience of uh, these live bands it was great.
1: So you're pretty much fully tanked by the time the band came. Pretty on. much,
0: pretty much, <laughs> and I'm not denying it. Ah, yes, very much just so. Good
1: old, the good old days. Um, who went with you to some of those concerts at the at the time?
0: Oh, it was generally just uh, my brothers or my mates. You know, we would that would that would be your Saturday night out. Friday, Saturday night, maybe Friday night would be more of a nightclub-y sort of. Night at Saturday night would always be, or Sunday afternoon would always be, and see what the bands were. So it'd be just I'd a I'd a my steady crew of of mates that we would go out, and you know what? A lot of times because the scene was so good, it didn't really matter who was playing because these these guys would give you one hundred percent of their time on the stage for two hours at least. And you just get really good music. And sometimes you'd be right up against the uh, speaker and you'd be deaf by the end of the... I remember seeing the models on the on the Gold Coast one Saturday night and were we'll positioned right in front of the speaker. So the speaker was literally one foot away from my left ear. I couldn't hear. I had a ringing in my left ear for, I reckon, a week because I was so close to that sound coming out. Yep. But it was a great sound. I saw Ice House once and they were just absolutely brilliant. Ivor Davis was fantastic. So it's nice to be able to look back and and recall some of those great times of uh, going out with your mates and just uh, experiencing some great music.
1: Yep. Where were the concerts held at when you saw those gigs back in the mid-80s till early 90s?
0: Oh, but again, it depended on where we were living at the time, but one of my favourite places to go was the Gee Bung Polo Club. Now, they're, I think, in Hawthorne now, but they used to be in Fitzroy. I had a mate of mine that lived in a terrace apartment very close. We would go to the footy through the day and may have partaken in a few beers through the football as you could. Uh, and we would get back, have a pizza, watch Hey Hey at Saturday, roll on round to the G Bung Polo Club. There'd always be a band playing there. Great beer, great venue. But a lot of times it would depend on where the band was playing. So if you had someone that, that um, Chisel was playing on the other side of town, you would find a way of Getting in a cab and, and spending your 30, 40, 50 bucks to get there because it'd be worth the night out just to go and see these bands. So uh, it just depended on who was playing where and where we were living at the time to make it nice and easy to get home. A lot of times that was always the hard part getting home. Too long, too far to stumble and very hard to get a cab at one, one o'clock in the morning.
1: Yep. What were the favourite mixer drinks or drinking alcohol combinations? during the mid-80s
0: to early 90s. Anything alcoholic, Lachlan? Anything at all alcoholic? We were beer drinkers. By the time we got to uh, a stage of the night where the beer was getting a little much, maybe just went down a little bit, uh, took a few gears down and went to the bourbons, smoothed things out at the end of the night, just as you're collapsing in a heap in the middle of the dance floor somewhere with those sticky dance floors. We don't get those anymore, but sticky dance floors, smoke-filled rooms. It was a cool environment to be part of.
1: What were the pluses and minuses of going to a pub to see a gig during the mid 80s till the early 90s? I think with a lot of these bands
0: looking back, and we're talking, dear, we're talking 25, 30 years ago too. It's a long time. Uh, it's, it, the, the advantages were you're, you're hearing a lot of their music that they hadn't released or a lot of their early stuff. So you, you sort of get a pre studio. A lot of these bands would use pubs to be able to to test out the audience for um, certain new music they're going to release. Or it might have been an album that was coming out. They wanted to release some new music. So you you've sort of felt like you were kind of special to be able to hear some music from your favourite band, but nobody else had heard of that stage. So use use the audience at at a at a pub to test the audience to see what sort of response they got with with a new track, which was really kind of cool. So you kind of felt like you're a you know, a teaser to a new album, which was good to be part of. And it was raw. You know, they'd give you everything, and it'd always be an extended mix. So rather than a standard three-and-a-half or four-minute track that you get out of the studio, it might have gone for seven minutes. Yep. And it was just full-on sweat, energy, great fun. You know, the thing that I remember the most was not only great music, but we just had a lot of fun listening to some really cool Aussie pub bands.
1: Yep. Uh, So that was uh, Dave Smith. For the Oz Pub Show podcast, pleasure to fix, pleasure to speak to you guys, and look forward to working with you soon. With the with the Oz Pub Show, thank you.